This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Digital Marketing Fastlane. Today I have a very special guest, because we have the same name. Kevin Joseph is on here today. And he's going to be talking to us about kind of a framework for Facebook ads. And really for Kevin, he has a great strategy on how he can sort of get like a minimum of at least three to one return on investment with Facebook. And Kevin, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell a listener thing about yourself and maybe your business. Yeah, no, for sure, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. Also, great name, by the way, as well, too, man. So, but yeah, just a little bit about myself, Kevin, and the people who are listening to the podcast. I'm based out of Austin, Texas. I've been running ads and just been in the digital marketing game for about five plus years now. I've been blessed to work with several seven, eight, nine figure e com and coaching businesses. So, I understand the things that turn a small brand you know, and turn them to a big brand. And that was one of the biggest reasons why I started my consulting agency, just because I kind of saw the agency model was kind of flawed. Me having somebody who has a decent sized business, you know, let's say they're making, you know, around 7K a month. And I come in and say, hey, I'm going to charge you 5K a month to run your ads. Plus, I need you to pay 4 or 5K for your ad spend. And so now if we don't make that profit back, the next month, what's going to happen, Kevin? You're going to get hit with another retainer and now you're going cash poor. And so I saw the consulting model, it just, it worked a lot really well for me. So now just being a lot more hands-on with my clients and just now, so teaching them and showing them the way now. So instead of them spending that money for their ads, now they can keep that money in their pocket, you know, and, and grow the business. We're an agency as well. And yeah, basically 5Ks are minimum retainer too. So right, um, you know? yeah, it's, it's a great business model. It really, for people listening and maybe consulting, we always say sometimes if you're not making that much money, consulting or someone like working with yourself is better. And the thing too, at least for me, when I think about it, is someone works with someone like yourself, an expert, and then they go to an agency, they kind of know what to expect. Exactly, exactly. A lot better versus Mm -hmm. like going to an agency like us and like you don't know anything, that's even tougher because then you're like, hey, how come this is not working? Right, exactly. Okay, yes, I understand. (laughs) I understand. So if you're not making like X amount of dollars, the agency isn't for you. Isn't for you, I agree. And this is not even to me saying like agencies, no, you're exactly right. I think once you get to a certain rev cap, Mm -hmm. then yes, it makes total sense for you to hire agency. Once you're honestly hitting around 25 to 30K, I would say like at a minimum, at least if you're around that 30K mark, then yeah, it totally makes sense. But if you're not, yeah, dude, like literally what you're saying, people are now relying on the agency to run their business yep. for them. Literally what I tell people, go work for somebody else that's going to help you and teach you. Right mm. now, agents are work. We're, we're too much money. Right. right. Cost. And our processes are just different. Like I know new people are thinking like, I'm going to run hundreds of ads for you. Okay, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> for, we're going to like run like three campaigns. Dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna and we're going to make sure something's working. Yeah. It's not going to be like a crazy amount of campaigns. Like, totally understand what you're doing. And for business owners, new people, going with someone like yourself or your company, great way to know everything and sort of done with new models better because you're leapfrogging them. Saying, hey, exactly. these are the best tactics. These are the best things. This is what you should be thinking about. And like I said, you probably hear this too. Like, hey, Kevin, like, why should I not go to YouTube? I'm like, YouTube's great. That's where I learned. You probably learned too. But 
you're sort of hounding the YouTube. Okay, what tactic, what video clip is this? Right. Do? It's like, hey, this is the strategy that's worked. And of course, I'm not saying YouTube is bad, because even for me, I still learn from YouTube. I'm like, oh, this is a cool mm, thing. Right, exactly. But now at least now you're getting that customized process for you. Instead of YouTube, it's more so like a key cutter process. And so now we can go in and give you those exact templates and those exact strategies that are going to work specifically for you instead of you trying to go on YouTube and just exactly. think of like a general strategy. Exactly. No, no, perfect. Makes sense. And let's talk about kind of like the strategy you have. I know you have like a Facebook ads framework that you're using. So talk to us about the framework. Maybe how do you think about Facebook ads and how do you think about, you know, bringing in new customers every time? Yeah, man. I think the biggest thing where a lot of people, though, they make a mistake with Facebook ads and just like their advertising in general is they're just way too broad. So they have like, oh, you know, I have this super nice cologne and everybody likes cologne. So I'm just going to push it to everybody. Right. And that's the easiest way to waste money. <laughs> the biggest thing one I focus on is one creating a, a focus audience, a focus niche. And then the next best thing, Kevin, is just now just creating an offer. Once you have that offer, because you understand your audience, it's going to start selling a lot more easier. And offers is not more so just like giving out discounts. You know, oh yeah, you can get a 10% off and we'll give you an extra 5% off if you cut off your ring finger and you send us your mom's blood type. You know, like it's, you don't have to do all that. You know, you could definitely just create offers and patch things together once you start to know your audience a lot more. How do you think about audiences when you're looking for on Facebook? Are you doing like interests? Are you doing obviously lookalikes? But in the beginning, when you maybe don't have any idea, how would you go about finding audiences? Ideally, it's really just broad. You know, let's say, for example, if I have a coffee brand, you know, for example. And so now I'm saying, all right, we have a cool offer where you can get our brand new coffee beans. And for our first 15 exclusive buyers, you know, we'll send you are limited edition coffee mugs. And so now from there, I'm targeting people who, okay, well, what type of people would ideally be using this? Well, I'm pretty sure like people who are using this would be coffee enthusiasts. And so I'm targeting based on my offer, you know, and I'm not more so targeting based on who I think would like it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think what you're saying is very important because of the offer. I think the offer is probably so important. A lot of people don't really think about it. Kind of like what we were saying before, when we were talking before this chat, like the funnel. People don't really think about funnel building. And at least for me, this is my opinion, is you've probably seen this too. If someone has a product like a widget, they just like will be like, okay, I'll price it at like $9.99. They'll just like never test a price for anywhere. Right. And the reason why for me, it's like they usually like Shopify, which is great. And then they're like, oh, I don't want to duplicate. I think the price is so easy. But people get so lazy. I'm probably 1499, Right. I think it's so important to maybe talk about offers and how you suggest your clients that you work with on testing pricing, testing funnels and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, because the biggest thing is you just want somebody to buy. I really kind of focus on just creating a framework for mm -hmm. my clients. And a part of that framework strategy that I help them to do is I help them to create an ascending growth model. How that helps is now it allows you now to raise one your AOV your average order value of that of your entire store and now raising that AOV and ascending them up the model now allows you to have a bigger LTV lifetime value of your customer and so now instead of you paying $50 let's say now you have a product you have a brand and your average lifetime value of your customer is 50 bucks so you know you can't spend more than 50 bucks so now creating this type of model of Okay, hey, if they buy this, they could buy this. 
and okay, well, maybe I can cut the price of this, but add this on to it, you know, so to raise that AOV. Mm-hmm. And so now instead of paying $50 for a customer, now you know you can pay $150 for a customer because now you've raised that lifetime value of a customer. Yeah. And that makes sense too. I think for people listening, kind of what Kevin, you're describing is something that I've seen digital marketers like us do a lot, where you have like a front end offer PDF, 999. Right. Exactly. And then you have like a mastermind. And this is so obvious. People in our space doing it forever. At least for e-commerce, this is just a thing that people are thinking about. I think too for e-commerce founders, we work with a lot of e-commerce founders. They're now realizing that like they can't just scale with one product. You need more stuff. Before it was like one product product. stores. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Now it's like what's happening. You probably seen it too. Is Facebook costs are going up. You're getting the customer, and then you want to make more money, and you got to use email marketing. You have to have something else. And at least marketers and people selling online courses, that was always easy to make because you make like a level one, a level two, level three, or like a mass Mm. client. So you kind of always were ascending this ladder, kind of what you're saying, where Mm -hmm. for e-commerce products, it was always, okay, no, we're not not thinking about it because they're always making a little bit of profit in the front end. But now as costs are going up on every platform, they're realizing- You got to find another way to get that person. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about when you're building these funnels, what software or tools are you using or you're sort of working with your clients on? Is it Shopify, ClickFunnels, or Unbound? What are you thinking about that? Yeah, for sure. That's a good question. Especially for the Shopify users, I think a quick way you can start to test, they, there's a uh, app. It's a one-page upsell. It's like one uh, one Like We usually get to build our landing pages a lot faster through Shopify. It allows us to now test a lot faster. The biggest thing I, I focus on is just testing fast, testing fast and failing fast. And so now once we test that offer and we could test that, now we can start to move that on the home page and onto the actual product page instead of just focusing on trying to change everything at first. And then you don't know if it works or not. And so now you got to go back to the drawing board. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me because I know exactly where your, your mind's at. I think for people listening, some other e-commerce owners, and from what I've seen too, it's like, they'll test like a whole new web design, like the conversion rates down and they'll be like, okay, we need a new design. I'm like, no, you don't need to spend three months to design the whole website. Let's just test in like the funnel with like a Shogun or a page builder. But then obviously you probably see this Kevin too. It's like, but my branding, I'm like, no one cares about your brand. Like, no one cares. No one cares. So it's funny because you probably see this too. I think at least for me, like my experience is in the beginning, your founder comes to you to consult with you, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, all oh, they care about branding. Oh my God, like Kevin, I need to do this, make sure it's designed well. And then, you know, anyways, you run it for a little bit, you run it for a little bit and like, they're not getting results. And then they're like, okay, fuck it. Like, let me just do like, let's do whatever, right, like, exactly. Just, like, <laughs> and, then, and then they run out of money. And then they're like, oh, okay, I actually have to make money. I'm like, okay, well, I've been telling you like, I, okay. Dude, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. And that was actually very funny that you say that, Kevin. Actually, you know, before I got as established, you know, I was, working with people and I wasn't taking that initiative of being the expert, you know, like they paid me, you know, for my coaching. And so they come into me like, Hey, you know, we want to get sales. We want to do this. And we're going through their funnel and they're trying to get sales, but they're running a lead magnet on their front end. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like, nah, nah, but you know, we paid for this funnel and, you know, I, I took a step back and I was like, Hey, you know, cool. If you know, it works, let's go ahead and test it out. And if it doesn't work, you know, we can go with my yeah. idea. Literally what you're saying, we ran some money, they started to run out of money. And now, well, uh, we thought this would work and, you know, and we've been paying you and I'm just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you experienced this too, just as me. 
people will come to us, right? And they'll be like, hey, I want to work with an expert. And then we'll be like, okay, let's make the changes. No, nah. no. <laughs> <laughs> you probably see this too. Like, at least my personal experiences, they'll come to me. I'll pitch them like crazy ideas. They're like, yes, this is exactly what we're looking for. All right, sign the contract. Let's get started. Okay. Let's go talk about the idea that I just told you about. Like, I actually never... Oh, uh, like, you know, yeah. Like, we, we've been thinking. Yeah, we've been thinking. <laughs> like, why, why did you have to make me, like, crawl out of, like, a pocket of, like, a deep funnel? Like, I was like, this is going to work so well. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, never mind. Yes, when you work with us, we do have ideas, but a lot of times you just sort of get trapped by your own thoughts because you think it's not going to work. But for we've All seen right. it work so many times. There's a reason why we're suggesting it. It's not like we are out of nowhere, like, coming up with random thoughts. Like, just like yourself, yourself, myself, we're always reading new digital funnels. I'm always funnel hacking, like looking at the mm-hmm. funnels, looking at stuff. And I tell people, I tell founders all the time that to do that. And they're like, no, I would never do that. I'm like, it's always somebody I'm like, wow, you're spending about yeah, 40 yeah, bucks yeah. to like, how <laughs> it works. That's the best education, right? It's not really work. I'm like, I love learning stuff. So I really like just looking. I'm like, I love looking at funnels. I'm like, oh, whoa, this person's a crazy digital Right, let me see their funnel exactly the same. Like, I'll see a good ad and I'll be like, Oh man, like that ad was really funny. Like, I want to go check out their funnel. Or if they have a really good retargeting strategy, like, All right, like, yeah, like, let me dive for their stuff. I've been seeing their ad a couple times. Yeah, man, I definitely feel you. I think having that friction with clients is definitely one would look at it as a challenge. I look at it as like an opportunity to grow. And so now, like, I took that initiative now with my consulting agency to like to have templates now. Yep. So now we'll give you an audit. And then on top of that, we'll give you the answer. Like, yep. <laughs> so we'll give you the audit. We'll give you the template. Like, hey, this is what you need to change. Here's how you should change it. And here's an example of how you need to change it. Now just put your shit in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, with it, like, dude, like, I'm trying to make this shit as easy as possible for you. Like, <laughs> yep, exactly. For us, like, we see the vision. But then from the vision to, like, the execution that's when templates are so important. Okay, right. this is where you put your cop clone this page and just right, right. <laughs> like, all right, that's easy, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, I, I think there's so many lessons there. I think it's so funny because we're kind of similar, but you see how people are like the clients we work with are same mindset. It's like a weird. Right. Thing. You working with clients like if your retainer is minimum five yeah. k, they're easily I'm imagining you know yeah. like fifty k plus a month businesses, you know, yeah, hundred k plus a month business, at least hundred k so, plus, yeah, so, yeah, easily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we can so, run into those stuff too. It's, Mm-hmm. Exactly, how- exactly, right. We've been doing a better job um, because it's not just the client's fault and it's not fair to say that it's our fault too. Right. Like, providing mm-hmm. an easy way for them to do it because... That's literally why they're, yeah. they're paying you to solve that. So now yeah. it's our job as the agency, yeah. as the entrepreneur to now make that process easier for them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So no, exactly. I tell you a thousand for them And also to instill that confidence of, mm-hmm. yep, yep, you guys know what's going on with case studies and, and sort of examples. How are you thinking about creatives for Facebook? Obviously Facebook, you've probably seen it a lot lately, like creatives, creatives, creatives. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on creatives for Facebook? And is it as important as audience? Is it important as targeting? What is that like for you? Yeah, man, I would say the, the creative <laughs> is probably the most important thing of the ad. I think a lot of people... They spend too much time on thinking of their audience and not enough time on the creative. And it should be the exact opposite. We're the same person as in yeah. we got the same name, you know, and we're in the same, you know, digital marketing space. We're the same shirt right now. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know, I can see an ad about, you know, let's say it's a black guy with dreads, you know, talking about this would strike me a lot more than yeah. you, you know, maybe something else, you know, would attract you better. Yeah. You know, so now. Yeah, dude, I think have that creative, but I think it's more so important of going back to our, our original thought was the offer. 
So now once you understand that offer, now just building that creative around your offer. And now, because once you understand who your offer is for and why they want it, now the creative is easy. Now your targeting can be much more broad because now your ad is going to be speaking to that broad audience compared to you just trying to hyper target and trying to find that perfect person. Exactly. I think we're saying it's so important. It's in the beginning, you might do a little bit of hyper targeting, but as you sort of understand your offer more, and when we say your offer, we mean obviously the price, but also why they want to buy it. What are the right. pain points? What's making someone actually pull out their credit card and be like, yep, I want to buy this thing. It could, right and in your creative, you have the hooks. Hey, like ever experienced dry skin or hey, tried of this. It's like, you know what your offer solves. So then mm -hmm. you can in your creative. And that's why I think you're so right where once you know your offer, once you're the creative, you can go more broad. And that's when you get more customers and a little bit cheaper CPMs. But then you have to iterate on the creatives and hooks and offers. At least for me, I, I still think like uh, research is so important. For your offer, like what are existing solutions out there and sort of maybe why they failed? So maybe yeah. a little bit about like maybe uh, last question. No, like, kind of like yeah. How do you think about research? For yeah, man, no, for sure, man. Like a biggest thing that I, th uh, that I focus on when I create not only ads for myself, but just my clients is... Yeah. I try to debunk myths or debunk yeah. a thought process. Somebody thinks like this because of this. Like they think they can't do this because of this. Yeah. And so now debunking that. And so now that is going to get that automatic intrigue of like, well, I thought it was like this. Let me read more. When you are making your ad, try to debunk what your client or what your client or customer is thinking about how to solve that. They think there's a certain way to do it. If you can debunk that and now have your method or your product, you know, be the solution to that debunking, you're going to make money. That's so important. We do it all the time too. For example, we're working with a skincare company right now that's just for men. Mm -hmm. And one of our ads is like, your skin is much different than your girlfriend's skin or your wife's skin. And right. It's like, Here's oh, like, right. right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so stuff like that, we're trying to debunk this myth that all skincare products are the same, where mm -hmm. men, we have different skin than a female. Our skin could be a little bit more coarse where females seem a little bit more softer. softer so then right. like, we have beards, we have hair. So it's like, we're trying to see why a product would be different based on, hey, don't use a female product. You can see now just by that, your targeting now goes so different. You can target men that are married, people who are in relationships, you know what I'm saying? And now having that type of creative just makes your audience just much more broad. <laughs> You know, it allows you to target much more different things by focusing on something just like that, dude. That was yeah. an awesome example. It's like asking these rhetorical questions work really well, too. I mm -hmm. love that stuff. I think once I was like reading something with, how can you go to the doctors when you get sick, but they don't seem to get sick? Here's what they're taking. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Like, just oh, like, yeah. What are they taking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, right. are they what are they doing? What are they doing? You use that prestige of like a doctor being like a place where you go for sickness and you're like, oh, like how come he doesn't get sick? And he's seeing tons of sick patients every day, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, here's a secret thing that they're taking, right? So yeah, think about these sure. things, more like rhetorical questions or fascinations of stuff someone believes in and then you sort yeah. of like twist on it. To add on to your point, I would say to not even focus on trying to, because I think, you know, before, like when Facebook ads, when they first started, it was like, you're trying to get the pressure. You're trying to have this false, like, well, if you don't buy it today, then yeah, it's going to yeah. be gone. And this is so special. This is the best. Trying to overhype. You're trying to overhype and you're trying to over, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Kevin? The forced yeah. scarcity and the, and the big overhyping. Yeah. I think that type of marketing is dead now. People see through that, like, at the blink of an eye. You know, I think yeah. I still see ads like that to this day. Yeah, I still see it too. And yeah, honestly, from... The way I think about it, and the way I'm, you probably think about it similar to it, I think your ads and sort of like your landing pages should really educate the user on your product or service. 
And even if they don't buy, they will know that this thing can solve some sort of issue. And then right. later on, maybe they'll buy because of course we want cold traffic to convert always because that's like the holy grail. If you can get cold traffic to convert like right. 5%, you're making you money. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. Making money. <laughs> but even if you don't get anything out of it, at least educate the user. At least for us, we do our supplements. We'll say, hey, look, these ingredients work well for you, for your health. Even if you don't buy our blend, go and maybe do your own blending. It's like, okay, cool, maybe potentially. Sometimes that's helpful, but that's the way we think about it. I think that's all I have for today. Kevin, thanks for coming on the podcast. Where can people go to find you, connect with you, message you on Instagram, anything like that where people can go and maybe work with you? Yeah, no, for sure. If you enjoy the podcast, please connect with me. I love connecting with uh, listeners and people. You just find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is it's Kevin Joseph. It's just I T S Kevin Joseph on Instagram. And if you want to book a call and you know see if how we can work with you and your brand, you can just go to workwithkevinj.com slash appointments. That's workwithkevinj.com slash appointment. Perfect. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Appreciate your time. And guys, remember that's workwithkevinj.com forward slash appointments. And that way they can get with you and book a call with you and get on the call. Kevin, thanks so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Uh, hey man, thanks for having me on, man. It was fun, man. I look forward to talking to your audience again, man. See you, man. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.